Okay, hey guys, my name is Jay. We have an amazing pod uh, lined up for you today. But before we start, I'd just like to request if any any of you would like to support this podcast by some little money, as little as a dollar, yeah, it would be much appreciated. Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabil. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to the Third World Perspective. Um, obviously, I had to do a drum roll because I'm back home. I'm back in Kakamega. Um, obviously, this is another episode of Formula One. Um, we're here to talk about the Italian GP and we're here to preview the Russian GP. Um, I'm trained by Caleb. Obviously, my name is Pablo. Welcome, guys. Um, so, um, obviously... And during the Italian GP, um, obviously um, the, the headline wasn't that Daniel Ricciardo actually won his first GP um, since 2018. The headline was um, the Max and the and and Hamilton um, coming together, basically in the first. But basically, we're going to talk about um, Daniel Ricciardo and, and his first win, and then we'll speak about the Max and and Lewis situation later. Um, obviously, it was a McLaren. The championship and did not finish. Um, I think this was the first time McLaren had had um, locked out the first two spots since the Canadian GP in 2010. Um, I think it has been 170 GPs as well since McLaren last. Um, I think this was back in 2012 in Brazil with Jensen. Uh, obviously, this was big, Caleb man. Um, Ricardo and Lando. Obviously, Lando has been. Season. Obviously, we saw this guy celebrating with um, basically pouring wine, basically in Ricardo's shoes, um, basically doing shoes on the podium. Um, are you, were you impressed by McLaren, man? Because um, Ricardo started the race really well. Obviously, um, he, was, he started at P2 after Bottas was, was sent to the back of the grid due to a penalty, and he was basically off the start and um, going was fast and basically he held, he held out for the win. Are you impressed by McLaren and the job they did? I think it was fantastic teamwork because towards the end they could have uh, begun fighting each other but they didn't. Uh, their pit stops were fantastic. I think it was perfect. I was really, really impressed by McLaren. Yeah, man. Obviously, um, it, it has been a while since um, Ricardo actually won a, a race, man. I think Monaco in 2018 was the last time he won a race. Um, obviously, it was um, this um, win outside um, a Red Bull car. Um, obviously, he, he qualified base. It was it was just a roller coaster of a weekend for him. Yeah. I think he qualified P5 on Friday. Um, he finished P3 in the sprint and obviously was then um, promoted to P2 after Bottas after that Bottas penalty. Um, I think this was also the first time. Um, obviously, after the race, this was also the first time McLaren McLarens have, have had a first front row start since Mexico 2018. I think it was so. Basically, McLaren and they're not doing 
terribly in the in the drivers in the constructors standings um obviously they're third behind mercedes and red bull they're just slightly ahead i think they're like um 13 and a half points ahead of ferrari because ferrari have 201.5 points and mclaren have 215 so overall it was it was just nice and obviously this was lando's first time finishing in the top two as well um i think he has he has had four third place finishes and never once finished in the top two so this was like a, a landmark for him and we have been speaking about lando through the this entire season um it seems like he just goes from high to high i think the sky is the limit for him i think it's the next big thing uh, lando norris he's mm. for for someone uh young Mm-hmm. Who's that young? He's very consistent. If you look at his uh, at his point scoring since uh, the previous year until now, yeah, a hundred percent. Obviously, Norris Lando is 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 fourth in the standings, one hundred and thirty-two points, and it's mad that he has one hundred and thirty-two points and he still hasn't won a race this season. Bottas is slightly higher, and Bottas, Bottas obviously we'll speak about Russia later. And Bottas normally um, loves um, driving at Sochi, but 132 points with no wins is mad. It means he has been very consistent. Obviously, we we're just speaking about um, the Dutch GP where it was, I think, the only race where he, he, he didn't um, basically get to Q3 this season. But of, um, for such a young driver, is showing um, a lot of consistencies. It's almost like Max a few years ago. Max in 2018 when he was when he was getting to basically um, that championship type of driver that showing that consistency. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, basically, um, Lando, Lando is very impressive. Um, obviously, um, is also gaining a fan base across the world as well, not only in Europe, because I've seen some, I've seen some Canadian fans. I've seen some. Um, obviously, it's it's difficult to get to crack into that Belgian fan base because Max usually has that lockdown with the Orange Army. But I've also seen some fans of him in Belgium as well. Obviously, F1 is big um, in Belgium and Netherlands and such. countries but it's it's very difficult not to root for Lando Norris at the moment he's very consistent um he's at least finishing in the points almost every single race um it's only a few races where he has fallen a little bit short but um it's it's very interesting considering that we've only had 14 races and um he's performing this well hopefully we'll see we'll see we'll see him get better and better hopefully we'll see him um challenge um, basically in the, for the championship in the coming seasons true Yeah man but uh, obviously yeah. I was listening to the Dutch GP I was listening back to the Dutch GP previous episode to the Dutch GP with Caleb um we, then, have, uh, we have gotten to 1500,000 1500 plays which is on um, thank you to the Dutch perspective we can't do this without you to the Dutch GP and obviously you are you are very optimistic regarding Charles Leclerc and um uh, at some point he was p2 and obviously that and he ended up at p5 obviously checo um, was brought down um by that five second penalty that he got um were you were you disappointed by charles or were you were you slightly impressed and just gutted that he couldn't make it all the way well i was i wasn't disappointed by charles i think i was more disappointed in the the, the power unit of that car 
mm-hmm. because uh, just couldn't defend. He was getting past like you <laughs> like he was in yeah. a us. The strike everything and and it, it was it was in P2 well ahead of uh, the guy was in P3. It was uh, very much ahead after that crash. Yeah, and I no, thought that this was a finish for Ferrari at least, but uh, I think that car has issues with power power units. Yeah, obviously Ferrari are, are still trying to figure out their car, and um, I, I, I don't think the, um, Ferrari have had a, a podium this season. We'll, we'll, we are yet to see. Um, I was saying, um, yes. Also, uh, George Russell is a, a mine and Caleb. Uh, yeah, also finishing the points in this one, man. Um, of the of the young drivers that we usually speak of, obviously it will be different with Russell driving for Mercedes next next season. We've talked about this during the Dutch GP. Um, obviously, of the young drivers, drivers like um, George Russell, drivers like um, Carlos Sainz, even though he's slightly older, Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris. Um, who do you think basically is the is going to be the driver that will dominate um, in the coming decade in this decade, the twenties? Yeah, as as um, it it's it's mad because we are in Western man, and it seems like KPLC has done their thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think uh, for me, I think I have to root for Russell. Mm-hmm. I think Russell is. Did you put Verstappen in that in that list? Oh, I failed to put Verstappen in that list, but young and he can. He, Slides right in there, yeah. Yeah, so I think Verstappen and uh, George Russell, mainly because uh, Russell is going to have a fantastic car next, next year uh, because he's mm-hmm. moving to East. So it will be fun to see to see those two, uh, Verstappen and, and, and uh, uh, what's his name? Russell. George Russell. And also Landon Norris, but I think the car will limit him. Do you think, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Do you think Russell can challenge for a title next next year? Now that he has a Mercedes car, I think I think he'll definitely. Um, I think one of his goals basically um, will be to finish at least top five or top six. And at the moment, is not, which is which is mad considering that um, he has been points at least every single race and um it's difficult for, for me to see him challenging for the champion but hopefully from that from the season with mercedes or the third we can see him trying to get into that top three top two in the drivers in the drivers championship we'll see um basically from 2023 to 2024 yeah you don't have faith that he can challenge i think he can um <laughs> yeah go on I think he can. I mean, um, he, I remember the time Luis's car was it last year, and yeah, he really dominated. Apart from you know the puncture, but I think I, I think I've seen enough to to know that this guy can really can really dominate a race. But anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> Uh, 
Um, so, like I was saying, do you think um, Russell can get into that conversation um, next season? Obviously, with the new car, with the new team, trying to figure out the new regulations as well, the new teammate. Do you think he can get into that um, Lewis Max Verstappen conversation for drivers' championship for the championship year? Yes, I think so, and uh, almost immediately because he's worked with Mercedes before. And also was coming up in, I think, Formula 2. He was also racing for Mercedes, so he knows the people there. Uh, he's a race engineer. I think it's 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 going to be seamless for him. And I think he can, he can get into that conversation as soon as possible. Yeah, man. Obviously, he's a very good driver. Um, we like him a lot from the third world perspective. Um, obviously, he has a lot of fans as well, and I'm sure many, 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 many of his fans and many of Mercedes fans will actually um, be happy seeing him um, driving for Mercedes next season. Um, but can we just preview Sochi really, really far um, before um, before we end? Um, because it seems we are losing problems tonight. <laughs> yeah, but I really wanted to talk about that crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was trying I was trying to slide it past you, but uh, okay, let's <laughs> let's talk. Um, obviously, uh, I think it has to be it it should not be understood. Twenty six. Um, obviously, halfway through the race, um, when uh, Max and Lewis actually collided um, in the first chicane. Um, turn two, basically. Um, obviously, I know, I know, I know. I've still spoken about this multiple. Where you stand? Tell what you think of the situation. The... Well, I think first of all, uh, just to say, um, I think Formula One has done a lot for the safety of drivers because uh, uh, Hamilton could have actually died in that crash. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because of, of of the way the the tire the tire was actually technically on top of his head. Mm. Um, Max's tire. I think it was. Uh, have to give props to the Halo for for saving his life. But <laughs> at turn two, you know, the race was getting heated. Um, there was a I think Red Bull did a mistake at the pit stop for the first time in a very long time. So Max stayed at the pit stop pit lane for almost, I think, uh, ten seconds, mm-hmm. and they were Red Bull are usually the masters, you know this of, of the pit stop, the sub yeah. two second pit. So I think uh, Max was already under pressure when he was coming out of the pit stop, and he really wanted to pass uh, Lewis, and uh, so he, he to budge at turn two. And also, Lewis didn't want to give uh, Max space. So, I think Max's, uh, Louis, Max's car hits the curb and he loses control and the crash happens. So, personally, the way I view it and the way I saw it, I've, I've watched multiple uh, replays in slow motion. I think it was basically both of them were to blame, but I think you'd, you'd have to give Max more of the blame because of uh, because he, he could have slowed down and uh, given uh, given up that position or given up that chance to overtake. But I really have to say, I think he was given that penalty because of the way uh, Lewis's life was endangered and because Mercedes owns fear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, um, obviously, it, it, it's, uh, it's a difficult one. And we've seen multiple analyses of, of, of this. We've seen, obviously, like you said, the slow motions. We've seen multiple slides um, of the photos like um, happening. But it's, it's different. Obviously, like you mentioned, the team situation, it's, it's not ideal. Um, Red Bull normally usually have one of the best pit stops. Like, there was a time Red Bull had like a 1.3, 1.4 which is just mad and unprecedented. Um, I think, I think they also have... On, on, on this, the fastest speed stop. Yeah, they have the record, yeah. And it's, it's unprecedented for them. And when, when you look at the video, it's, it's common. It's, it's human error, actually, because um, I, think, I think the mechanics on... Did a good job, but the mechanic on the right um, front wheel um, actually forgot to press a button, which it took it took it seconds. Um, it added eight seconds to the clock. That's why that that pit stop was very slow. And obviously, um, obviously was not a fun. Um, basically, um, but it's difficult because you, you've said ten seconds, but it was actually eleven point one seconds. And normally, that's eleven point one seconds costs you a lot of positions. And um, yeah. it wasn't ideal, man. And um, obviously, this this gave a chance for I think Daniel Ricardo and and Lewis to to pit. Um, um, I think yeah, I think so because um, after that, um, Lewis Lewis had actually Lewis had actually um, passed Lando Norris. So um, with Max having a slow pit stop, he actually had a chance to pit and come out in front of both Lando and and Max. But funny thing is, he it, actually had a slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is, which is also mad. But for me, like, I, I like I'll say the, the blame is on Max. Um, I'd put like eighty percent of the blame on Max. But I'd also like I'd also like to put a ton of the blame on the for for like creating like Red Bull didn't do a good job as a as a team. Mercedes also didn't didn't do a good job because Red has obviously fight actually get together there's going to be a collision something is going to happen true true and just speaking of speaking of that pit stop Lewis's pit stop was actually 4.3 seconds and not it's not half as long as as, as max's because max's was 11.1 seconds but it's <laughs> it's usually you, you, you want your pit stop to range somewhere between seconds three seconds there most three point something seconds, but four four point three seconds is a lot of time. And obviously, um, with the with the with the um, strategy, um, if Lewis pit in front of um, basically Lando Norris and, and Max Verstappen, but he actually came behind Lando Norris and um, basically on the same position with with Max Verstappen after after coming from the pits. Deal, man, but the. It's it's difficult because um, there's also a situation there in in Lapuan because we also saw um, Giovinazzi um, touch with someone there um, on that first chicane as well. So it's it's dif- it's not unprecedented, but it's chicane is actually the best place to overtake um, on this grid. Yeah, I would have to agree on, yeah. on that one. Yeah, because it seems like coming off the straight um, can have 
there and like um obviously getting on the outside you can you can have the inside corner on turn two so there's that advantage there as well but it's difficult because it seems when you're looking when you look at the replays Lewis actually gave Marks a lot of space um, basically on the outside so Marks actually saw an opportunity to overtake there and obviously like I said it's one of the easiest seconds to, 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 to overtake on this truck and it's 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 taking man it's taking man and like we, we, this situation it's it's not unprecedented obviously in this it's like we saw in lapuan um in the second chicane actually max forcing um lewis off the truck and lewis had to use the i think so um actually get back on the truck and and it was mad because when lewis actually got on the truck he, he lost us he lost a position as well i think to lando as well so It's not the easiest of situations when when such incidents happen but like you said uh nothing, nothing happened to Luis um as, as especially to me because I wouldn't just obviously the halo like said um one of the best inventions uh, one of the best additions to formula 1 and um basically marks it's uh, the, the more the more I talk about it the more because Let's I remember what you told me immediately after the rest that Max was trying to kill Lewis. <laughs> yeah, basically Lewis could have died in that one. Yeah. It was an accident. But it's not it's not the the most upfront of accidents because it's uh, because um that um right rear tire basically if that halo wasn't there we would have it would have said and who knows who knows where we, what we're speaking of man at the moment but it's it's difficult man but obviously like he just he, he jumped obviously max jumped out of his like um obviously he glanced at lois and obviously he said later that he saw he was okay and he didn't seem to speak and he just walked away he said that in the heat of the moment it's better to walk away which is mad because i think twitter was a frenzy people didn't like the fact that he didn't care at all um uh, basically Lewis's welfare after after that incident it's it's, it's, yeah, it's not he should, have, he should have checked he should have checked on him yeah man but but i have i actually have a, a hypothesis i don't know how 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 true it is i don't know how factual it is but just from a fan looking inside looking into this situation was a really scared um especially especially the mo- the, mo- the moment I, i keep on looking at videos the moment i keep on looking at the slides i think they were really scared i think they're really scared to lose to each other and uh, if 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 is actually dressing a different driver that position i think this doesn't happen i think ishmax is dressing a different driver that position i think it doesn't happen they're very scared to lose to each other and Lewis the fact that people are saying that Lewis actually the fact that he left Max a lot of space on the outside to actually make a move is i think he, i think he was scared um, basically because he didn't know what what Max was going to do he didn't know um, how competitive he was trying to be um, basically in, in that first chicane and it's it's take him and i also think because Um, I think he underestimated basically um how 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 um competitive Lewis is and normally it seems like a, a driver would what Max did 
the fact that they're so scared to, to lose to each other, um, basically, I'd say is is the primary reason why. Yeah, it's a battle of egos. Mm, for sure. Yeah, and I, I like I was I was watching the the press conference um, obviously ahead of the Russian GP um, this weekend, and um, if he thought um, basically that the three penalty the, the three great place penalty that um, that Max got um, would actually prevent such a collision or such an occurrence again, and Louis says that he, he doesn't think so. I he, he didn't he doesn't think that that will affect anything. He, he expects competitive and aggressive as before. <laughs> yeah, but that penalty is too harsh. Anyway, let's let's hope uh, we have safe driving at Sochi. Yeah, um yeah, you say this penalty is too harsh. What do you th- okay, what do you think should have happened? I think it should have been given like a time penalty, not 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 greed. Maybe on his qualifying or maybe in his next race, a time penalty like Lewis, maybe 10, 20 seconds or something like that, or maybe even a one place dog. But three, three, three grid places, and you know the way Sochi is, uh, yeah. it's more like the way you qualify. It's more likely the way you're going to finish. Yeah, and obviously Sochi, Sochi is a different track, and obviously there the, the, are opportunities to overtake the track. Um, is not. It's not like, but it's it's very easy for you if 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 you have Paul, it's it's easier for you to finish um ahead. I, the time penalty and the, the three great penalty because um obviously like on Sochi you can you can you can do the overtaking there yeah. and like a twenty second penalty is harsh. It's too much. I think ten second would be more ideal, but that's harsh as well because uh. Yeah. You, you can actually finish P1 and due to, and with 10 seconds you can go as far back as P6. I think I think if he qualifies, I think if Max qualifies P1, I think um, obviously he'll start at P4. And if he starts at P4 and he actually goes out and has a, an incredible but, race, I think he has a chance to get onto the podium or win the. True, I, I agree. It has to, also his team is engineer and those guys. Hopefully they won't make a mistake again. Yeah, man. Hopefully Mercedes doesn't make a mistake again because we've seen Mercedes yeah. have been shambles this season. Um, obviously, this is the second race that Lewis didn't finish. The, uh, not didn't finish, but this is the first. But the second that he hasn't finished in the points. Obviously, um, the first was the Azerbaijan GP. Uh, we also the Checo won that one and. In the, the, the two point, the two times that Lewis hasn't finished in the points, he was up against a Red Bull. Obviously, um, in in Azerbaijan, in Baku, he was he was up against Checo. I think Max didn't finish that race. I think, and um, it's 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 every time um, every time Max doesn't get points, Lewis doesn't get points. It's it's not ideal, especially for someone who is a fan of Lewis and a fan of Mercedes. Um, obviously, we we saw we remember the um, of Lewis actually going. Into the going into the escape road, escape road, um, in Baku, yeah. and yeah, and like everyone left and blue is just straight, obviously, um, with the with the with the break magic, break magic, but Mercedes basically 
be perfect, man. Because every single time um, something has happened and Lewis has not finished the points, the team has done something erroneous. So, CDs need to this weekend. Obviously, they have been very dominant in Russia. Uh, they have to improve. Yeah, but I think they will. Uh, Russia is Sochi favors there. Last um, last seven, if I'm not wrong, the yeah. one races in Sochi, whether it's uh, Hamilton or Bottas, and even Rosberg has won there. So I think it's theirs to lose, especially now that Max has um, three green penalty. Yeah, yeah, like like you just said. Obviously, um, it's it's there have been seven races at this track. Obviously, the Russian GP was introduced back in 2014, and it's 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 also like for for people who are curious into finances regarding F1, this is also a government-sponsored race. So the Russian government with um, Alexander Putin, these guys actually sponsored this race actually. Um, but um, obviously, like you just said, the seven races. Um, only Mercedes drivers have won it. Obviously, Lewis, um, Bottas, and Nico. Um, I think I think Bottas has never failed to make it onto, onto the podium at Sochi since joining Mercedes back in 2017. I think since since he joined Mercedes um, at Sochi, he has had two wins and two second place finishes um, below. Uh, an incredible achievement for him. True. I think uh, I think uh, he he's he's up for a good performance. Yeah, do you think um do you think the fact that um he obviously obviously we know next season he'll not be driving with them obviously next season he will go back to um Alpha Tauri I think. Um do you think the fact that he's not driving under pressure will actually drive him um, to perform really well at this circuit? Do you think um Bottas can get a win? Ah yes, I think I think he can. I think he can. You know, right now he's driving with um, that sense of relief, knowing that uh, he's not signing a new contract with Mercedes. That pressure is not going to be there anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. I think he can sneak out a win. I won't be surprised if he wins, because uh, <laughs> remember, Hamilton is still distracted by Max. For the first time, I'm seeing uh, Hamilton being affected mentally by another driver. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to him. He might make a mistake. Yeah, man. Yeah, and obviously, obviously, the situation with Louis, um, it just basically just needs to lock in and be and be technical. Obviously, the fact that he has that three grid uh, that penalty um, has to work in his favor. He has to think that it's going to work in his favor. But obviously, this is the last race that um, Bottas actually won. Um, Stress that he won season, um, he won it. Um, but it's it's tricky. I think I think obviously this is I think also the last time we will race in Sochi um, for a while uh, because the Russian GP um, actually moves to the Igora Drive, um, which is near Saint Petersburg, which is um, basically the other side um, in Russia, basically not in Sochi. Um, the the track is is nice. Um, I think I think I'm going to see 53 laps and three DRS. Um, the track has three DRS zone, and obviously it seems like Lewis has all the records in this um, in this track. I think the lap record that he has at this track is I think 135, um, one thirty five, one 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 minute thirty five seconds, thirty five point seven six on back in 2019. But the fastest ever lap um, came last. 
gain um, set by Lewis at 131.304. Um, obviously, this, this truck is nice, um, but uh, it's, it's, a very, it's a very nice truck for drivers. This is why it's, it's, it's a very good driver. It's a very this as well is it doesn't affect the tires as much it, it, it slightly allows for overtaking and it, it it the fact that it has three drs zones help mercedes um are very um basically difficult to compete against especially on streets so um this is this will help them a lot there have been rumors that um there'll be some rain um in Sochi. hopefully it doesn't end up like far um in belgium i think there's there've been also we don't want to see that um i think there's been i think the f2 yeah i think there's f2 teams there at the moment i think there have been pictures showing flooding in the paddocks hopefully it doesn't um it doesn't basically the, the situation with, um the standards that we, we saw in belgium true yeah, man, but Leclerc will be starting in the, from the back of the grid. And obviously, um, when it comes to Ferrari and Leclerc, Caleb is always there. Um, Leclerc will be starting from the back of the grid after Ferrari changes power unit. Obviously, it was damaged in Ferrari. Um, do you see? Do you think? Do you think? Um, basically, Ferrari are, are, are basically banking on signs this weekend, or what do you think will be the will be the strategy here? Because it's with the, with the degradation there'll be a, i think it will most likely be a one-stop press um we'll see um people boxing drivers boxing one so do you think what do you think will be the strategy with ferrari here yeah good color signs uh, i think he, he has shown a uh, uh, good pace and uh, for some reason Leclerc this season hasn't been that consistent i don't know if it's because of the car or because of competition from Sainz. But he hasn't been that good, so I think uh, since he started from the back, I think the best thing would be to. That's a lot of traffic. The best thing would be to go with signs, and I hope signs can get maybe into the front row, maybe the second row. That would be another advantage. Yeah. Just say obviously, yeah. a Ferrari win, um, a Ferrari car basically P1 this season. But Leclerc, yeah. Leclerc is just ahead. Yeah, which is which is not very rare to see this actually. Um, but obviously, um, Leclerc is six point five points ahead of Sainz. I think obviously, like you just mentioned, the competition um, at the moment is almost neck to neck. I think Leclerc um, finishes fourth, Sainz finishes Leclerc finishes fifth, Sainz finishes sixth. Um, I think that's the competition that we've seen this year. And obviously, this guy is performing both. As um, Ferrari in the constructors, fourth just in Red Bull and McLaren and Mercedes. Um, yeah. I'm due to obviously was the. Um, so, like I was saying, Kimi Raikkonen will be back um, basically for the Russian GP after missing the Dutch GP and the Italian GP due to COVID. Obviously, he was replaced by Robert Kibika. Um, we'll see him basically race his final, um, basically race 
at in in Sochi. Um, obviously, basically his final Russian GP because he'll be retiring next year. He's one of Caleb's favorite drivers. Um, yeah, but basically we have network problems. Um, basically, this is the end of the pod. Um, but thank you guys for listening. If you've gotten to here, basically, um, we appreciate you for um, staying with us and listening up until the end. Um, like as usual, we usually have a, a listener support segment. Um, you can support us with as little as a do- as a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. You can use Google Pay or Apple Card. Um, Support the podcast, help us to create better content, help us basically to, de- to deliver these episodes um, for you. And um, basically shout us out. Um, you can also follow us on our social media pages as well. Um, we're on Twitter. You can follow us at, on Twitter at Third World Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Pablo Conero. You can follow Caleb on Twitter as well at TexCalet. Um, you can also follow the pod on Instagram at 3RD World Perspective. Um, you can follow Caleb on, on Instagram as well at TexCalit. Um, we thank you guys for listening to the podcast. This has been the end of the podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it for you. And um, we'll see you guys after the Russian GP covering that as well. Yeah, ciao.